With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another Sunday edition of We Run the North. I'm your host, Kevin Tate, guest contributor to the BTSC podcast, uh, co-host of the Know It All podcast. And today, I have some of my buddies with me. I have the homie everybody knows, been here a few times, Brandon, B-Dirt. What's good, man? Not much. Thanks for having me again. Uh, can't wait to talk more about this dog fight called the AFC North. Yeah, man. Also joining me, my, my my other co-host, last week we had mine. This week we got the one and only Mr. Hot Take himself, also a Pittsburgh Steeler fans, the homie Big G. Big G, what's, what's good, bro? What's cracking, Tate, man? Just happy to be on the BTSC show this week. And uh, I'm going to give the fans what they need and what they're asking for. So let's go. <laughs> and last but not least, both Brandon and Big G are my brother from another mother. But... This is my real brother from the same mother, my brother Damien. Damien, what's good, man? How you doing? Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. We doing good, man. I know I know you a Philadelphia Eagles fan, and obviously B Dirt's a Bengals fan and Big G's a Steelers fan like myself, but being an Eagles fan, you just gonna bring in a different perspective for us and probably give some some unbiased AFC North opinion. So let's get to it. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I just said I'll contribute any way I can. Okay. All right. Well, first, fellas, you know, we got a lot of news this week on the Deshaun Watson front. Um, the New York Times released a story, said there were 66 different women over the course of 17 months. Uh, well, and I think we all know Big G. What's, what's your take on this whole Deshaun Watson thing, man? It's adios muchachos for the season, Tate. The boy ain't gonna play it down. I'm telling you right now. This, adios, this muchachos. Man, adios, muchachos, man. This, this the, the boy ain't gonna play it down, and this is the reason why. Because 
the NFL Players Association and the NFL with Roger Goodell doesn't want the smoke from the public relations standpoint concerning his ability to uh, maneuver through being able uh, to be a public figure for the NFL. There's no way that they're going to let him. He's got 24 people that came out against him. Now we're up to 66 supposed allegations. This is a PR nightmare for that, for the NFL, for the NFL Players Association, for the Cleveland Browns. It's so much going on. And I don't think that the Browns, even though that they want him to play because, of course, it's money, I don't think that the Browns is willing to take the chance to stand up behind the kid and make it to where they'll push Goodell in a corner and have him play. So I, I'm looking real strong. Most people think it's going to be six to eight, but I, I really do believe, man, when it's all said and done, this guy won't play it down in the NFL in the 2022 season. Wow. Okay, now I kind of, I kind of am, am leaning, leaning your way. I know we talk about this in the Know It All podcast, and Mod is somewhere in between. First, it was he's not going to get suspended. Then it'd be four games at the most. But hey, like, and like I said about the New York Times, man, what's the New York Times drop a story on you? You can look at some of these political officials or political figures that they just it's, it's a steady it's a steady drip drop. They give you yeah. a little bit. So even though even though they dropped this story last week. They got more. Some yeah. more to come. So, but B. Dirt, what do you think about the whole Deshaun Watson thing, man? So, I've kind of tiptoed around this. Um, you know, I think uh, the past couple of weeks I've been saying, I think they'll give him a year, negotiate it down to half a year. Um, but with more things coming out, uh, I'm going to have to agree. I think this is probably the most Browns thing I've ever seen. Um I think they, the, the Cleveland Browns better be happy with Jacoby Brissett because not only are they not going to have Deshaun Watson this year, but you're seeing your boy make Baker Mayfield in a Browns uniform for the last time. So yeah. they're going to have Jacoby Brissett and whatever else they can muster up. Um, and, and, and the weird thing, you know, looking into some of the legalities of the, of the contracts and those things, uh, now that the Houston – Astros are, or excuse me, the Houston Texans are involved in these uh, civil suits and civil cases. If they traded to the Browns with the knowledge that he had 22 accusers, but they actually were, you know, knew that there were possibility of 60 some or 40 some or whatever the number might come out to be because they got the, the rooms and they heard other things. If they knew of the other two accusers, the Browns can petition the NFL to nullify the trade because basically just like you would get somebody to have, uh, you know, if they had a torn tendon in their elbow, if you knew yeah. about it before you sent them to them, they sent them back. If you know something about a player and don't disclose it, and this would be a, a major thing, I think, for them, it's going to be an interesting – I mean, it could get real sticky for the NFL. And now that the, the Texans and one of the – one of the teams for the Shield, not just one of the, the guys playing, but now one of the teams for the Shield is involved, it's going to get a lot more stern when it comes down to, to getting disciplined. So yep. I, it's going to be a very interesting ride right now. But I think this next season, done. Done for Baker not cool. there, uh, Deshaun Watson not in Cleveland, and you're going to have Jacoby reset, which I think automatically puts them in the barrel. Yep. So, so, so with Deshaun Watson, you think being suspended for a year—that's minimum, right? 
That's what I think. If, yeah. if the trade is voided and he's still suspended, but just from a Houston Texans standpoint, the Browns. Well, what happens with that draft pick that that Houston drafted of Cleveland's this year? Well, I, I mean that that's unprecedented territory, right? So they're going to probably some kind of punishment to the Texans where the Browns would get probably two of their first-round draft picks back or, or something like that. Um, you know, it's going to be – and probably monetary compensation, I think, would probably hit in there if something like that, that gets overturned. Like I said, it's, it's a it, – you know, I don't know how much fishing you've ever done, but if you've ever had one of those casting reels – where, where it webs up on you, and you got line, fishing line everywhere. That's what you got. You got fishing line everywhere. You got to start pulling through it all. Yeah. I went, I went, I've been fishing one time with my uncle, man, back, I probably was about 10 years old. And I used to, I used to just, the first time I went fishing, I just loved to cast the line, right? Just loved to cast the reel. And me and my cousin were doing that together, and he did it, and the hook got caught in my nose, man. And oh, after that, yeah, done. I was. I was done. That was, that was last, first and last time fishing. That probably like <laughs> about ni- 1982-ish or something like that. But, Damien, man, what's up, man? What's what's your take on this Deshaun Watson thing, man? What do you think about it? I personally think it's going to go I, – I tend to agree with y'all. He's going to be suspended, whether it's half a year, a year. That's really going to be based on what the court of public opinion says. I think if it was strictly a, a legality standpoint, um, the NFL, the Texans, Deshaun Watson, they do every they, their maneuvering would be based on how how you how how can you avoid like things that Brandon said when the Houston Texans have already used a draft pick should the contract be voided. Um, we're just in. It's really about what the court of public opinion is going to say and and and. Um, how the NFL is going to handle um, how people will perceive their image looking. Hmm. Okay. So one more question. So say, say the trades rescinded, Deshaun Watson back to the Houston Texans suspended for a year next year. Um, The Browns still know Baker Mayfield. They go into the year with Jacoby Brissett being the starter and the starter for the, for the foreseeable future. Cause what you're saying is Baker Mayfield ain't never coming back. No, they'd use that Texans pick that they get back if he does get going back to next year to take whatever the best quarterback available is in a pretty quarterback rich draft. That's what I think they would end up doing. Yeah. And I think I think uh Cleveland would probably tank the season at that point. You would probably see maybe a two and fifteen, a three and fourteen, you know, one of those horrible records to put them in position as the top five to try to get either Williams, C.J. Stroud, or Young out of uh, Alabama. One of those three guys, you would see them go fishing quick. Or, or the kid that transferred from South Carolina from Oklahoma, he's a possible top five or top ten quarterback. So you'll see now, I'm sorry. fall fast, man, fall fast to get a, to try to get a quarterback. But this is the issue. This is a, the, the issue that I have with the whole thing. The bottom line is, he has not committed a crime. He's not committed a – he's not been charged with a crime. He's not committed a crime. But he's guilty already at least of one thing that they don't have to go to a court of law and prove. He's guilty of prostitution. He's already disclosed that he went for happy endings. How many times? I don't know. And he paid them 
a discriminative amount of money to be able to commit and uh, sexual acts towards him, via whatever the sexual acts was. So he's already guilty of prostitution. So, you know, I, I know that there's a lot of people say, well, he didn't do this and he didn't do that. He He's guilty of prostitution. So I, with the NFL I'm glad PA, you put that one up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah can the I... NFLPA, it, it's a problem. Go ahead, Damien. I was I was going to chime in on what uh, Kathy said in that when we when we were talking, they possibly go three and thirteen um, or three and fourteen. Can, can, four can, 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 consider the source. That's a big G hot take for you. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> Cleveland is actually talented. Um, uh-huh. uh, many 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 people would say their biggest weakness was at quarterback, and had they have been healthy all year and could run the game plan that they wanted to run the ball, playing solid D, they could win. They could they could win a lot of games. Even with even with Brissett, I'm one that tends to think that uh, maybe one day Baker will actually start acting like a professional and and mm-hmm. see and see the opportunity that could be before him and how that means to the rest of his career. But having said that, though, as long as you have a quarterback in there that that can game manage and 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 can make some of the plays that you need to win, but not do make the mistakes and do the turnovers, I really see I really can see Cleveland uh, battling for a possible playoff spot this year. I, I devil when advocate I, this and, and kind of to be Big G's point. If I was uh, if I was the coach and I wanted to. to pseudo tank i don't know if it'd be a, a two and 15 but if i wanted to pseudo tank don't give the ball to nick chubb let him throw the ball around the, around the yard well, and they ain't gonna do nothing I've, I've, I've you know i've tried to keep up with some of the off-season cleveland talk just for the simple fact that i need to be a little informed to to be hosting this show every week so i saw when when deshaun watson was going to be the quarterback that the plan was to air it out a little more, to not put as much on Nick Chubb's plate and let Deshaun Watson throw the ball a little more. That's why they signed in Joku to a to an extension. They tied in. They think he's a they think he could be a top ten tight end in the league. They traded for Amari Cooper to get himself a new start at number one receiver. So the plan was to throw the ball around a little more with Deshaun Watson. But if Jacoby Brissett's the quarterback, that surely can't be the plan. Now you have to give it to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, right? I'm telling you right now, if Jacoby Brissett is the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns for the whole season, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt ain't going to make it through the whole season without an injury because the whole game plan is going to be stop the run. So you're going to see seven, eight, nine in the box, and they running downhill trying to knock them boys out the game. So they ain't going to make it through a whole season. So uh, uh, with them not making it the whole way, they're going to have one of them piss poor records. One of them, I'm going, one of them records I'm going, because I'm going, guys is going to be hurt. I'm going, I'm going to ask this question, Big G, and we're we going to come back to the Pittsburgh situation later, but could you argue that Jacoby Brissett is just as good as Mitch Trubisky and Cleveland would then try and win the same way that Pittsburgh tries to win? Never. Is Defense Jacoby first, running game? Never is Jacoby Brissett in the same even category. Pittsburgh Steelers fans need to really take a real good look at Mr. Trubisky. Mr. Trubisky is not a scrub quarterback. He was in a bad situation in Chicago, and he got the hell out of there and went on to Pittsburgh with the Buffalo 
first to give himself an opportunity to become a starting quarterback in Pittsburgh. I personally uh, don't feel that Trubisky's going to start day one. I feel that you, you pick the player, let's get picking in there. But if Trubisky is day one starter, Trubisky's going to play. He's not going to have no games where he's throwing for 200 yards or 205 yards. Trubisky's going to throw the ball around the yard, believe it or not. And they're going to run solid. So they they got that guy to win. They didn't get that guy to manage. They got him to win. So Jacoby Brissett is a manager to where I think Trubisky's more of a line of a winner. Burner. Not a win. That, that Burner. Is. <laughs> Whoever put that up is crazy as all get up to make some move going to be the starter and, and Cleveland. They, they, I don't well, they know said Reginald, Re, 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 Reginald Rivers, a, a long-time long contributor and listening here with us in the live chat, says Mason Rudolph could be the starter in Cleveland. Do you think Mason Rudolph is better than your – we know he's better than Josh. He held the job over Josh Dobbs, who's Cleveland's third-string quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he better than so Jacoby Brissett? Maybe maybe the Steelers trade Mason Rudolph, which I would be happy as all kid up if we got him out of town. Let's trade him to Cleveland. You know what? <laughs> man, I, I'm serious, man. Jacoby Brissett's a manager. He's not – like I said, Mr. Trubisky is a, actually a really – he's not a great quarterback. But he he can throw 29, 30 touchdowns in the season. Hey, they got, I, I can see they, that happening. They got good pierogies in Cleveland too. You could probably get you six dozen pierogies from Mason Rudolph right now. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. That that'd be about the length of the trade, either. If, if, <laughs> that, if, that, that, if Pittsburgh traded Mason Rudolph inside inside the division, a, a quarterback. That's that's the ultimate disrespect. Slap in the face. Yeah. Yep, Slap you're in right. Face. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. We get in, 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 any more takes on the Browns and their quarterback situation before we move on to talking about the Baltimore Ravens? I, I just really do believe that that the ball is really right now in Baker's court. I think Baker should like swallow it and just be like, "Look, man, I'm going in here to take the job because it doesn't look like what's killing the Browns right now." Too is that Roger Goodell is not pushing this through. And I know there's an independent arbitrator because the NFLPA had such problems with Goodell's power and his ability to administer suspensions and all whatever else. So this has got to go through an independent arbitrator to get the guy, you know, to find out how many games it's going to be or whatever else. But they are delaying and delaying and delaying, and the clock is steady ticking. So we're at the 12th of June. They need to have something done by the end of the month. And if they do decide to suspend this guy for the season, Baker needs to swallow one to come on back in. Because guess what? Baker could become the GOAT. If Cleveland had a great season and they was to extend on out, then now Baker puts himself in position. If the Browns want to move on, hey, I'm worth all kind of stuff because I just led the Browns into a good playoff run. So the, the ball is really on Baker's court as well as Deshaun, in my opinion. Okay. And the longer this lingers on, the longer it's going to – it doesn't hurt Deshaun from a financial standpoint, but he's being punished. I mean, he's already lost one year, and he hasn't even been charged with anything. And now we're already talking half a year to another year while allegations still roll in. So even if it takes the NFL, say, a half a year or another season, if Deshaun Watson doesn't play, that's 24 months he has not played in addition to whatever punishment the NFL will see fit. Well, yeah. I, and, I, and, I, and I always say this, but Deshaun Watson wasn't suspended last year. He was paid last year. Houston Texans decided to bench Deshaun Watson. He was on the active roster. He was there. They made him the third quarterback. So he wasn't punished last year. 
he just sat the bench because this was kind of like a a whole ugly situation. And I, in a way, I think Houston was trying to tank. Didn't they get like the third pick in the draft this year? They took uh, Derek, Derek, Derek Stingley from from yeah, yeah. Okay, so they made yeah. out. So Britsburg Owen real quick says Deshaun Watson should be banned. This and this this is a friend of the podcast. He he has his own his own uh, network Pittsburgh Syndicate. It's a guy got some good Steeler content on there if you check it out, Big G. I know you're mm-hmm. the only Steeler fan. I don't expect B Dirt and my my brother Damien to check it out, but we can definitely check it out. But yeah, Britsburg Owen says he's ruined lives the lives of 24 women. So you know it's funny because I was gonna actually uh, make a comment on that. For those of you, you know, our, our listeners are here are, are not going to know what goes on behind the scenes, but this is probably the most I've agreed with Big G in an hour in my life. But <laughs> when you when you talk about, um, you know, the the one one thing that was uh, guilt was prostitution, but yeah. prostitution wasn't in those cases because Correct. those those ladies were not admitting to prostitution. They were looking for uh, sexual harassment and all, and these other things that that were in there. Um, as far as as what if they would have if they would have said, "Hey, it was prostitution," there would have been guilt, I believe, in most of these cases. In but, in, 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 in the criminal court, correct. But the women right. can't do that because then they put themselves in the criminal line of sight, right? So, right. so yeah. While yes, some of the stuff that I've read is is horrific, right? Whatever. But that other court found it to be consensual. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know that we'll ever know that truth mm-hmm. because I don't think it's going to go that route. But it's very interesting, and you start getting into a real big debate. So I just leave it as this. It's not a criminal. It's a civil suit now. So Okay. Well, I'd hey, you, I, I got uh, w- one more thing to ask or say, you know, concerning Deshaun Watson. It's just, just you know, just to, as a statement to be made, you know. Yes, sir. That that Deshaun, man, he uh, he put himself sort of in this situation, man. You know, I understand that he was there was an enabling going on with, you know, some of the, the organizational things that happened in Houston and allowing him to do A, B, C, and D. But, you know, the bottom line is, man, the guy made bad decisions. And I hope he gets some type of help. Because the issue is this. We live in a in a country or land that has a lot of forgiveness going on. And in my mind, I'm like, if Deshaun just would have came out and said, man, I got an issue, man. I like the score. I like happy endings. <laughs> I like the score. Right? And if he would have said all of that and came out and got in front of the story, I don't even think we'd be talking about it right now. It'd be like, this guy's got problems. He's got to go get some therapy. He's got to get some help. But come on, man. Come on, man. He, he's he's killing himself because he's in denial about he's him actually having a problem. So that's that's just just my my thing about Deshaun. Get in front of it, man. Just come out and say, man, I'm guilty. Yeah, I did A, B, C, and D. I didn't take nothing from none of these women, but I, I did have consensual sex and all whatever else. And let's move on with my life. If you give me the suspension, give it to me. If not, it's, it's the Eminem effect. What is dirt out there what is he guilty else of? Does. What is he? What is he criminally guilty of that he needs to come out and admit to? Because because this isn't about a punishment about about a, a criminal act and a civil act that is yet to be determined yet. This is all about how people feel out there and how the image will look in the NFL if they play him or if they don't do anything. Um, yeah. So should he come out and admit I like 
I like beautiful women. I like masseuses. I like to try and have intercourse with them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, all he's really guilty of is having happy endings and paying them for the happy ending. That's what we know is actual facts right now. We know that Deshaun Watson has tried. He, he tried to pay two of the women $100,000 in court. He tried to pay them hundred grand and they wouldn't take the money. And he's already admitted that he paid four of the women $5,000 for this consensual whatever went on. So that's why I'm saying that, like with B-Dirt and what Dame's talking about, he's not really guilty of anything, but we do know that that's prostitution. We know anytime you pay for sex, that's prostitution. But like B-Dirt said, if the females say it, now they're guilty of it. So they don't, they're not trying to get ran up the total pole. And if you read some of the deposition stuff, there are a few of them that looks like the the women did not agree, and it was pretty horrific stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, at that point in time, man, it's it's just it gets real weird. It gets real touchy. You know? Yeah, it was, yeah. It, was it, it was some weird stuff going on. I won't even comment on it. Some weird requests by Deshaun Watson. Yeah, let's just yeah. say that. But yeah. uh, moving on to the Baltimore Ravens, real quick. Lamar Jackson and his contract situation is not is not worked out yet. And we're we're going to training camp in about five or six weeks. And he wasn't at, at OTAs, at least not all the OTAs. And I mean his contract is up. I mean, what do you guys think about the Lamar Jackson contract situation? Um, is he is he worth is he worth top top five quarterback money, which we're talking about in the range of 45, 50 million dollars a year. Is 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 he worth that? Does he get that? Should the Ravens try? Because I mean Lamar, I think the Ravens are trying to give him something, but Lamar is not in any rush. He'll take his 23 million this year, his his fifth year option. I'm on I'm I know it's 23 million. I'm not sure how that works. How is Baker Mayfield's fifth year option only eight nine, 19 million? He was number one overall pick. And Lamar Jackson's is 23 million. He was like the number 30 pick. I mean, uh, but that, 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 that's incentives. just another question, but go ahead. Yeah. Incentives, he, his incentive based on some of the things he's already done in his past. Well, okay. I'm just going to make this statement right off the bat. If I'm the Baltimore Ravens, I give him anything he wants. Whatever he wants as far as the money, get it. He's a generational quarterback. He's a legit top 10 quarterback right now. He's only really in his third and a half year. This is his fourth year as a starting quarterback. But he's really only started three and a half years because he came in at the middle of the season for Joe Flacco when they stomped Buffalo 42-7. to But I get Lamar Jackson. Last year. Yeah, exactly. He's only got like three years in, but he's, yeah. he's worth every nickel. He's got an MVP. He's taken to the playoffs. They built the whole roster around him. You know, they don't play traditional 11, 11 football. They play, you know, two, three tight ends. They're trying to get you in the running game and get you off balance. So then that way when he runs that RPO, he can pull it and go 80 on it. You know, the, the problem has always been is that a lot of us who are football fans, we don't necessarily like the way that the Ravens play because they're not going to come out, like I said, with them three wides and, you know, extend it down the field. They're That's not, not them. They're not playing a lot you know? of personnel. They go a lot of 12 personnel, a lot, lot, of, lot of heavy yeah. packages. Right. What, so, what, what, so I, what, I give him every penny. What do you think, Damien? I believe because of the talent level of quarterbacks out there, you give him his money. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm one of the people I tend to be a little more critical of quarterbacks because when it comes to being a quarterback and when it comes to being a top quarterback, uh, the number one basis is how well you can 
sit there in the pocket you, and throw you, the football. You are you you are critical and, and you are kind of kind of unbiased. I've I've talked to you about your Philadelphia Eagles and you even called your boy Jalen Hurts a bum. <laughs> you still... uh, and you know I use that term loosely. It's either elite or you're a bum. That's 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 what it is. And but, but my but but my criticism to to the point of Lamar Jack, of Lamar Jackson as far as his eliteness level goes because I agree. You give him the money that he wants just simply because you're winning with him. You have a brand of football. But as shown in the playoffs when when they've been when they've been stopped what happens when he's down 14 points late in the third quarter and and he and you have to rely on him to throw to those other weapons that you have in the Baltimore offense to bring you back i'm not convinced that he will consistently be able to do that time in and time out like i have faith in a patrick mahomes and joe burrow or russell wilson makes mm. sense i mean but so mm. so the ravens have to win the ravens way they can't fall behind they can't get in shootouts they, 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 correct. They, they need correct, to but, in. but go ahead. But to me, determining eliteness is being able to change your game and adapt on it. Yes, they have their game is run the ball, use Lamar Jackson in that, use, use, uh, play action, everything. But when it comes, when you're down because things happen in a game and you need to make plays throughout in the passing game, that's that, that's that's where I that's where. Uh, I question how consistent he will be. Mm. Be dirt. Mm. So, uh, again, going to devil's advocate this one because um, I think the unanimous here is that they should they should uh, give him his money. Um, you know, Big G said, pay him whatever, uh, whatever he wants. Um, Big G, to use your words, what kind of league is it? What, what you mean? What kind of league it is? Copycat league? It's a copycat NFL. And everybody's running what kind of personnel? 11. All right, so 11. how many people are going to back up that Brinks truck for uh, for Jackson if it's not the Baltimore Ravens? How many teams are going to redo their entire philosophy and change what they do and change their personnel like the Baltimore Ravens have? I think he's – He's not looking at 32 teams vying for his services. I think he's probably looking at six. So well, I think that decreases his his capabilities of getting that big bag. I, I ride with that, B-Dirt, but this is what I'm saying. A guy like Lamar Jackson, I'd say at least half the NFL teams would trade for him today. The lower echelon teams, I'm talking about the Detroit Lions, you know, guys like that, they would trade for that guy right now and then build the roster out. Atlanta, Detroit, some of them lower fees, they would trade today for him. Atlanta you know, would have to redo their entire roster because they got a that, wide receiver and pass catching tight ends. Why not do I can see do. Detroit. Yeah. Um uh, with the Bears? Not wide fields. Okay. They got they got they got fields, but how about how about this? I promise you the with Eagles the would trade for him today. The Philadelphia Eagles would trade for him today. They trade so that's him today. four. You know, yeah. I, mean, I, I just don't – I think he may end up at eight. So I think that hurts what he's going to do. And then the rest of it is, is, you know, two things. One, he's not upset with where he's at right now. He's willing to bet on himself this year. He's already said right. that. Right. So, so, I mean, that's one thing. We'll see what he does this year. The other thing is how much guaranteed money you're going to give somebody that's basically a running back 
quarterback hybrid. He's going to get hit a lot more. I don't think he's going to have a 20-year career. I think he's going to have a 12-year career. So how much guaranteed money do you give him and and, and look at that? How much is he going to miss? Well, and, do you, and so do on you, so forth. The question is, becomes to me then, do you – and you kind of piggyback off what Reginald Rivers said, B. Dirt, talking about him being a running back, not yeah. a QB. Um, I think he has a strong arm. I think he can throw. I, I think he just. I think he's a hybrid. Yeah, I, th- I think he just doesn't read read defense as well. Would you just just a, a question, posing a question? Would you say Lamar Jackson is better than Michael Vick? No, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though even though he won an MVP, I get all that. I just don't think uh, talent wise. I just don't think it. Michael Vick, what his strong point wasn't standing back there reading defenses and delivering the ball either. But he could throw outside the numbers better than Lamar Jackson. I think. I think. I think. I think. I think. Michael Vick's. If you look at the numbers, his best receiver was probably Algie Crumpler, the tight end. Now we're talking about being similar with Lamar Vick, even in that aspect of it. Correct. But 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 you know what though. uh, Lamar Jackson can win another MVP, and Lamar Jackson can win a Super Bowl. Baltimore is good enough. They got problems on defense, but Baltimore is good enough where they can win a Super Bowl. They don't don't get it twisted. So that's why I'm saying pay this guy now because what you don't want to have is him at the end of the, spree, the season and they franchise tag him, and then you get into a war because at that at that point he's walking. You know, and that's and and and, and that's the point I was going to make is. That they might be better off. They might not want to commit long, long term to him, mm-hmm. but maybe, but maybe they want to give him like a three year deal, like three year one fifty guaranteed. That's the top mm-hmm. of the quarterback market. You got mm-hmm. your three years one fifty, and if you, if you do good in those three years and we win some, we we go far in the playoffs. Then after three years, we back you know reconsidering doing a new deal. You know that's Dude. to me that to me that's how they. Kind of cover themselves without going in real deep with a with an extended you know five or six year deal or something like that. What what Dean, would, would, would the Eagles trade for him today? Dean, would the Eagles trade for Lamar Jackson today? Would they trade for him? If we're just talking X's and O's and have him on the field, of course. But you always have to factor contracts and salary cap and money issues into it as well. Hmm. Well, you waste a couple really good wide receivers in Philadelphia if you got him. I tell you that. Yeah, you're right about that, and you just pay AJ Brown 100 million dollars. But when, but when it comes when it when it comes to the passing game, I think Lamar Jackson is a better throw of the football than uh, Hurts. Yep. Yeah. Right now. Yep. I agree. I agree. Lamar is Lamar is not as bad as what people think. He just does what he's supposed to do in the Baltimore offense, which is they're going to pound that ball down your throat. Ain't no ifs, ands, buts about it. And then they're going to hit you with a play action. They're going to suck you in, and somebody's going to be running right up and up the seam, wide open up the seam. And that's that's how they play football. So, you know, I I, I get it. But I, I think Harbaugh is trying to prove to the league that he can win with that type of team. So, you know, I, that's why I think they, we talked about it. They don't have a – what they got, that kid Bateman from Minnesota, that's the best they got Inside on out. Bateman, yeah. Yeah, that's that's about it, man. Right. That's a great take right there. The Ravens get their schemes from the Army-Navy games. I love which, it. Which one is that? Where is <laughs> that? <laughs> uh, uh, Ali Howard. Mm. 
I feel it. I'm 36. I feel it. That is a good take. I feel it. Triple, 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 triple wishbone. Big G, high school, what, <laughs> what, what offense we run? We ran a split. We ran a split, uh, uh, a triple option or double option. Split right. backs, triple option, yeah. And that, and that, yeah. And that was in 1990. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but listen, I had, a, I had a high school quarterback our senior year, and that offense threw for 1,500 and ran for 1,000 in high school. Yeah. So, you know, that it ain't like, you know, it can't get done. You know, yeah. he, he he handled his business. And 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 we went to the state semifinals. So it For works. Sure. It can work. Yeah. But like I said, that was like the game different now, man. We, and we, and we, when it comes Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go go ahead. Finish your thought. I'm sorry. No, I was just agreeing with Big G and we had some we had some re- really good receivers that probably wasn't getting the ball and making the a game impact as much as what they could, which is which is where maybe Philip well Philadelphia's not really drafting receivers, so maybe maybe it's not impacting them as much. What was you gonna say, Damien? Well, the, uh, going back to Lamar Jackson, um, we also need to we also need to look at is how will things change when he he if he does get the money and how will the schemes change? Because um, right now they're running a wide they're running an open offense where they're running him, allowing him to be hit, trusting him to protect themselves. If they go giving him all of that money, or should I say win, because they probably will, will that change how they want to go about doing it because now he's a bigger investment to the team that they don't want to see hurt. So will they try and do more things to protect him and everything? I liken it to um, Kaepernick with, with the 49ers. You know, when before before they gave him that big contract, they were allowing him to run all the gimmick offenses and things like that that got his receivers open. They got them to playing in the Super Bowl. They gave him that money. The play calling switched up. Then they started yeah. calling things that were more wide open, expecting him to do the things that uh, max contract quarterback right. is supposed to be able to do, and he couldn't do it. Um mm. But and then San Fran didn't want to go back to well before before um, all the protest issues well, came we, and everything. We, but we we the, and the, the ironic thing about that is the same coordinator, Greg Roman, was the 49ers coordinator, and he's now the Ravens coordinator. But uh, will this question by Steeler Nation four one two? We'll come to that. But at the end of the show, we got about twenty more minutes. We'll come. To, we'll we'll give predictions for the division first and last at that time. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to ask you guys this question real quick before we move on to the Bengals and Joe Burrow. Who's more, Christopher Eleven? Who's more talented, Lamar Jackson or Cordell Stewart? Lamar. Mm. Mm. Oh, Lamar. I'm, I'm with you, mm. Big G. Mm. I think Cordell mm. just was way before his time. Mm. Way before his time. Mm. Lamar. Now, are Lamar we talking from a quarterback? Speed, speed and, and maneuverability edge. I think Cordell had a, a, a Cordell had a big arm. Hold it, bro. Hold it, bro. He did, he, he did have a big arm. He beat he beat Michigan one year, didn't he? On the Hail Mary. Yeah. Hold, hold it, bro. Let me <laughs> let me let me explain to y'all about Cordell Stewart. I saw Cordell Stewart play in high school. Cordell's from New Orleans, Louisiana. I saw him play in high school, right? Cord Cordell is a legit four four two dude, four four one dude, all all the way through, and he he had Michael Vick. Type explosiveness running the ball at the at the at at, at, at the combine he ran a four five two, just want to yeah. But he's and what what Lamar run the combine four three, yeah. Uh, keep talking. I think, I, four, I think he ran a four four. 
somewhere in the four four range. But Cordell was extremely explosive with the football. They ran at Colorado. They ran the same offense we ran in high school, the same exact offense. Lamar, so Lamar they ran, that ran, ran, ran a four three four. Yeah, they ran that. They ran that split back offense, and Cordell would take it to the house on you, bro. But but I but I think like how what Tate said, way ahead of his time. In today's NFL, Cordell Stewart would be talked about as a top ten NFL. He would. Player. He would. In today's would. NFL. He would, he, would, he right. would destroy people, you know, destroy people. So that's just my take on Cordell. He would. And I, I probably, I probably, I probably think Cordell, even though Lamar Jackson with his legs obviously is faster, like a tenth, fifteen hundredth of a second faster. Yeah. I think Cordell Stewart was the better passer between the two. Now, yeah. I, I, I don't have the Steelers Rose. Uh, colored glasses on uh, uh, when it comes to looking at Cordell Stewart. I'm going to tell you who he reminds me of is current current day comp. Wait, wait, this way. Jalen Hurts. That's who he reminds me of. I think he's got a similar body type. I think he's got a similar throwing type motion. I think he's got a similar speed. I think it's all very similar. Mm. Cordell Stewart went to two AFC championship games, so like right. somebody said earlier, some about pretty you know, loaded defense. I, I, I think stuff it was too. was Jer- Jersey 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 boy said, "Put some respect on Lamar Jackson's name. Put some respect on Cordell Stewart's name, bro." Hey, I, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts might might be in an NFC Championship game in two or three years. The way they they're drafting, Jalen Hurts is going to win the NFC East this year. But that's for another discussion. That's Tune in for the know-it-all. We might oh, talk man, about I can't wait. I cannot wait. If you're saying that today, I cannot wait. Yeah, they, but, you uh, just need to stop everything in, in the intro, the know-it-alls, and just spit that out and then right before you go into the, the, the intro. Uh, you know you know, Ma won't want to hear none of that, man. Ma will wreck his whole office before you come back. Stay, stay tuned for today's episode of the know-it-alls because – you could see that said real early. Just pay attention real early. So the days no Okay, now moving along, we got about 15 minutes left. We got to jump on the Bengals real quick. My question about the Bengals is, is Joe Burrow a legit MVP candidate this year? Mm. Yes. Yeah. I think, okay. I think that's a yes nice across the panel. Yeah. I'm going to go <laughs> nice and short for you. For the next 15 years, if he stays healthy, yes. And I'm yeah. not—I'm more convinced about that than I'm convinced he'll be in a, a Bengals uniform in five years. Oh, what? There's no way they can let Joe I, Burrow go. I know what I would do. I don't know. I, you, you, I, I, you. Hope, I hope I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something I think is going to happen. But it's not one of those things that I would also be shocked. I would just be. But that is a better—that is a better question than to ask. Uh, what his what his status will be would be if the Bengals can keep him in five years. Yeah. If they can keep well, him, gonna... why, why why wouldn't they be able to keep him? How do you let Joe Burrow go? I'm not I'm not saying they would let him go. I'm just I'm just giving credence to the fact by saying how good he is right now, and as Brandon said, for the next fifteen years. Is he going that, to give? That's going that's to unquestioned. Discount. I think. Well, why would mm. it be a hometown discount? I mean, why why can't he even get Patrick Mahomes money? Ten years. Four hundred fifty million. Now that that's fair. It's more than fair. I don't know. Right. Has that. And if I'm the Bengals, I try and sign him right now. You don't know if Mike Brown has enough money to fill a, a team or with a legitimate. 
elite quarterback? He can't pay elite quarterback. Uh, Brown question: How many people he can he can give those kind of thirty million to a wide receiver, thirty million to a D tech? Let's just look at the um, you know the Rams. I don't think he can do that. If you look at some of the things that are going on, I don't think he does that. So 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 he 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 can't even. He can't even fill fill up to the cap. I mean, there's a cap, so no. each, each team has the same allotted amount of space to pay players. You saying he doesn't have the money to play the players that much? Well, I think he no. I, I mean, I think he could or the way it sits right now. But it's just I what I'm not saying that I think he's going to be gone. I'm saying I think it's more likely he would be gone than not be an MVP candidate over the next ten to fifteen years. I think I think I think fifteen years is a stretch too. Joe Burrow's already twenty six. You, you got him playing until he's forty one. Ten years for sure. 30, when when you when you thirty eight to forty. I say yes because when you have when you play the game how Joe Burrow plays, he plays it with his mind, he plays it with his arm, he plays it with accuracy. He can protect his body in the very same manner that Tom Brady has been able to and add on all of these years. If and we were talking about the quarterback. Game. If we were talking about a quarterback with the playing style of a Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, then I would question him going into being able to play the age forty. But think, how he is now, I definitely can see him going into forties. I think I think we take what Tom Brady does for granted and just think everybody can do it now. I mean, you know, Ben, ben Roethlisberger, he he just turned forty in March. The season was over. Drew Brees was a shell of himself. Brett Favre tried to play a long time. He wasn't really good when he tried to play up in that elevator. Those guys are all good till they're 38 or so, though. Right. They all yeah, have yeah, good yeah. seasons at 38. Well, I feel hey, like we're saying hey, 40. Rogers Tom, and... Tom Brady did it, et cetera, et cetera. I just want to, you know, say that I, that's, I got, not, I got a, that's not normal. I got a different spin about Joe Burrow and the Bengals, man. I got a different spin. The issue I, I really do believe that's going to be a problem is Joe Mixon. Because I think Joe Mixon is one of the most underrated running backs in the NFL. And I think that they're going to have to pay Joe Mixon. Well, I think Joe, I, I, we got him for two okay. more years. I think they'll okay. draft another running back next you year. You let Joe Mixon walk. Joe Mixon okay. walk. You say that. You say that. Joe Mixon, 27 but, years old right now, I okay. think. Okay. I, I hear you. But they're going to have to have a guy that can get 13 to 1,500 standing behind Joe Burrow. Yeah, you bet. So yeah they're going to have to draft a that, good running back. No, they're going to have to draft hell of high offensive line <laughs> to make the next guy coming in. Joe Burrow be will be – I mean, Joe, Joe, Joe Mixon will be 26 when the season starts this year. I, so. I you're right. Two, so when they're going to be – Durson, they got him for two more years. I don't see him extending them past that. You don't, you don't, you don't extend the running back at, at, at the 28-29-year season. I hear you. But remember, if the Bengals have the seasons that they're predicted to have, they're going to be drafting to the bottom of the draft. The bottom of the first round – that 26 to 31, 32 range. Now, I'm not saying that there won't be a running back available. Which is the perfect place Joe, to get Joe, a running back. Yeah, perfect. Right, but Joe Joe Mixon is on the line of, like, when you look at what's in college football right now, but John Robinson, Travion Henderson, Joe Mixon is that guy. So will they be able to get a guy like Travion Henderson, like John Robinson, at between 26 and 31? Because, because the drop-off is tremendous over the next three years in college football, from top tier one, two, three running backs down, it drops tremendously. So you're going to have to find, you're going to have to get away. Now, if they get away where they can get Bajan Robinson, 
Now, you get Travion Henderson, okay, I'm with it. But if not, you, you, you might want to sign Joe Mixon. Joe Burrow does not need an all-star running back. Now, I say now for, for Mitchell Trubisky in Pittsburgh, that's the formula. Uh, Cincinnati can do as Kansas City does. They can air out five, four, five wide receivers, and then the running game is secondary complement. I think you can stick anybody back there that doesn't make a lot of mistakes and can make some plays, and, and Joe Burrow and will thrive. Block. And pass block. And, and Joe Burrow will thrive. So Reginald Rivers here, you can only franchise somebody twice, right? So that right. that that's that's not a keeping somebody for their career. The the comment right before that is Kevin Brokenborough, which I think is hysterical, but um, not as good this year because there's some tape on him. There's tape on him from last year of him running for his life, correct? And there's tape on him uh, last year with no offensive line. I think to your point, G, I think Mixon's going to have a great year this year. Because we oh, yeah, do have yeah. offensive line. We have Karras, Kappas. We have guys that are maulers now on the in- interior of that line when it was yeah. just a sieve last year. Kappas. We have guys that yeah. are maulers. Who, who, are they, who did they pick up a tight end? Who did the Bengals pick up a tight end? Uh, Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. From Atlanta. Hayden yeah, he was, he was in Baltimore. Baltimore. He was in Atlanta. Yeah. Originally okay. drafted by Baltimore. Okay. He's he's serviceable. He's serviceable because that's a that's a big area too. That's a big area. All quarterbacks that have those great seasons, they got that guy playing that te. Hey, hey, well, this 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 is this is what the people really feel here for the last seven or eight minutes. Let's talk Pittsburgh Steelers. Big GM, I go to you first because you're a fan. You kind of alluded to it earlier. What do you think about the quarterback situation, man? And my question, other question, is about the Steelers is. Is Najee Harris a top five back in the NFL? Take whichever one you want first. I'll, I'll take it quick and fast. Najee Harris is a top five NFL running back. Number, I mean, there ain't any no question about it, right? But he had he had twelve hundred last year behind a bum line. We got some maulers this year. That boy going to end up with about fifteen hundred. My other thing is, I believe that personally, Pickett should start day one. He, but he's got to earn it. He can't just – they can't give it to him. He's got to go in there and beat Trubisky out. But I'm not mad if Trubisky starts the first two or three games. What I'll be upset about if Trubisky goes one and two. If he goes one and two, Yankee. But if Trubisky starts off two and one or three and one or something like that. One and two, oh, the quick hook? The quick hook, one and two? Get him out of there. Man, you pick it. You pick it as the guy. I mean, the only reason why Pickett even had anything to talk about at the combine – was the size of his hands. Outside of that, when you put the game tape on a Kenny Pickett, I, I'm a believer. At first, I was like, oh, man, we're going to get that kid out of uh, Liberty. Man, Kenny Pickett, I watched film on that kid. He's a dog, man. And with the guys we got on the outside and the tight end, now we got some maulers on the on, on the offensive line and a, a dog running back. Man, come on, bro. Come on, Pick, pick is ready. Pick is ready to go now. Let's go. You know, wow. that's just my take on the Steelers. Let him in there. I'd say top 10. I wouldn't put Najee Harris top five. Who's, top a, who's in front of him? Who's in front of him? Uh, you got uh, Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, uh, Joe Mixon, Jonathan Taylor. You know, and that's just, that's just you know, so let that's me just off the top of my head. Because you seem you're, you're pretty uh, bullish on on Mixon. Would you put Mixon in the top five? 
Next is about seven, maybe okay. seven or eight. So, so here's the way I, I look at it from last year. I have questions about Henry, right, coming back from a foot injury. I'm yeah. not a firm believer yet. So because of that, I'm going to omit him from the top five. Yep. If I omit him from my top five. You omit, you omit Derrick Henry? Only because I, I don't trust him coming back from a foot injury when he's carrying that load. I mean, that's a lot. You know what I mean? I don't know if he'll have the same quickness and, and lateral movement. So it, it's just a big wild card question mark. In my gut, do I think he's a top five running back? Yes. But I'm going to admit him because of that. If I admit him because of that, I have three of the top five running backs out of our division. Yeah. I got Chubb, Harris, and Mixon, along yep. with Dalvin Cook and Taylor. And Jonathan That's Taylor. good. That's my five. What about Christian McCaffrey? Trash. Hey, put him back on the field. Hey. Now, are you, are you always talking, down. He's related to AD. You're talking top five running back in the in the entire you said, NFL. You, said, you, you yeah. said AD. You talking about Anthony Davis? Yeah. See, what you got to do? McCaffrey. Your number Trash. one ability has to be availability. That's a high take, Big G. Who was he Trash. playing? I, I can't put him in my top five because I don't know. And I can't and I can't put Saquon Barkley in there, even though I know the talent. Same he never thing. realized it. I mean, he had his yeah. he had the rookie of the year what 2018. And he's he done done nothing since. Christian McCaffrey has. I put Miles Sanders in front of both of them dudes, in front of uh, in front of uh, Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey. I put Miles Sanders. Miles That's Sanders don't take. get hurt. Miles Sanders That's... don't get hurt. Miles Miles Sanders play football, bro. Give him so the then ball. I got I got I got Kamara on the outside looking in there, on yeah. that top five just barely, and then and then I got Henry as the wild card. I I don't know what's gonna happen. Where you put where you put Zeke on the list? About nineteenth. Yeah, he, he <laughs> second. Here, man. He's second yeah, on his own team. Here, man. He he's second here. on his own team behind Pollard. What about what yeah, about now, Josh Jacobs? Now I really want to now I really want to tune into uh, know it alls later saying that. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. He way down there in the basement. Is man. Najee Harris better than Josh Jacobs for the Raiders? Yes. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, 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 Danny, what, what, what's, what's your take on Pittsburgh's quarterback? We got about four or five minutes. Get it in and let B. Dirk give his take, and we'll wrap it up. I think, I think, I think Pittsburgh's going to have to stick to the traditional script this year. You know, they've enjoyed Big Ben being able to air it that's out, what, but now they're going. That's what Sasan City says. Mitch will start. We won't rush Pickett. That's not the Steelers' way to rush to rush a rookie into playing. Right, right. They're going to have to take it back to solid running game, good defense. And as long as Mitchell Trubisky, I, be, I believe in Mitchell Trubisky. I believe what Big G says about it was just a disaster in Chicago for him. And I think we haven't seen the best of Mitchell Trubisky. I just wouldn't put him up there. He's going to be a good game manager at best for his career. But game managers like 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 Jimmy Garoppolo can make it to the conference championship game and the Super Bowl. Ryan Tannehill, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so the formula is there for for it to be done. Let's not forget, uh, Mitchell Trubisky was number two overall pick. I never understand why Chicago traded from three to two to draft Mitchell Trubisky at that time. They kind of like wasted some draft capital right there. But so 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 you know the pedigree is there. If he gets with a, a coordinator and a and a team and an offense that can bring out the best in his talents, I think we could be in for a surprise this year. B Dirt, what do you think, man? 
uh, I, I think um, last month in the middle of May, I thought I thought the Steelers had the worst quarterback in the league in our division, no matter who they started. Uh, as of this week, I think you have the, the you're you're above the Browns now. I think you're above Brissett. I would go with Mitchell Trubisky. I wouldn't be mad if they start Pickett though. Um, but I, I, you know, I mean, the jury's still out. Two years from now, who knows? I mean, he he could be great. I got, I got a question got, to the panel. Got a I got a question. Where did Ben Roethlisberger go his rookie season? Where did he go? What, Where was he drafted? We went, went fourteen and one. They went to the AFC Championship game and lost to New England Patriots, and he was a game manager. Put Pickett in the game, man. Made I tend to agree. Maddox got hurt game one. We put Ben in. We went 14-1. and one. We went to the AFC Championship game, and we lost to the Patriots. Stop playing and around. And put him in the game. I don't, I, don't, I don't disagree, but the first thing you said I agree with the most, he has to earn it. You can't just give it to him. Yeah. And I think – and I think even though we might have to be dirt says the third best quarterback, I don't know how Lamar Jackson will play it, but he's he's an elite he's an MVP. So you gotta put you gotta put him down there with with Brissett and Trubisky down there at the bottom. But I think Pittsburgh has the most elite defense in, in the division. In the NFL. In the Ooh. NFL. In the NFL. I know you guys think you're going from 31st. I know you think you're going from 31st in rush defense to second for whatever reason, but you got to do it. I don't think you got the most elite defense in the NFL. Miles Jack and Devin Bush, Miles Jack and Devin Bush in that middle linebackers is going to cause a whole lot. TJ Cam Hayward, Minka, come come on, man, come on, man. I'm I'm expecting a big year from Akello Weatherspoon. You got. You got Levi Wallace on the other side, and you got Cam Sutton probably playing where's the best position in the slot. Yeah. I think he'll be improved. And I think Alex Alex Highsmith is going to get 10 sacks this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Top top, top defense in there. The only defense I see on paper that's better than us is the Rams. On paper. The Rams are some monsters. On paper. They have yet to Buffalo got a good defense. The The Chargers have upgraded. Yeah, Chargers got a tough deal. Yeah, they've upgraded. On paper, on paper. That's that's why I'm comfortable in the top five range, though. With 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 that, Mm. but uh, you know, so my take is, man, I understand why Trubisky's the favorite, but if Kenny Pickett can win it, go ahead and let that offense grow together because they got a lot of young. No, nobody really over the age of 26. Yeah, you know our, all, the, our, all, the, all, all their acquisitions. There is nobody on the Steelers starting offense is over the age of twenty six. Right. I, I watched the podcast. Maybe maybe Mason Cole him, might be twenty seven. That, that's it. I watched the podcast the other day and they call them the Pittsburgh Pups, and they said you better get them now because if you don't get them now, you're in trouble. Now, I, I saw a podcast the other day where they said the Steelers are going to Super Bowl within three years. Just based on the, the the youth that they have and how much talent that youth is, they said within three years the Steelers will win a Super Bowl. Reginald like, Rivers, wow. thanks, man. We appreciate it, man, and we we, we owe it to, to to all the guests here, man. It's a little difficult to get on here by yourself and just keep talking about the content. I like to have you know like other other knowledgeable experts like B Dirt, Big G, and today my brother, he's he's a good football guy, even though I don't know why he's an Eagle fan, but 
you know. And then, so thanks, Reginald Rivers. Rick, yeah, what, what was it? Was it Randall Cunningham? That's exactly what yeah. it was. There we go. Yeah. Man, you're, you're, you're that old? Yeah, yeah don't your younger baby... brother is that old, Tate. Yeah, don't let the baby face fool you. <laughs> I'm up there. <laughs> uh, you got jokes, B-Dirt. But, hey, man, before we get out of here, Damien, go go ahead and just let us know anything you want to let us know. I don't know that you have, you know, anything you want to say. Go ahead and let us know. No, I just want to thank you for letting me be a part of this. I really enjoyed the good conversation and the different hot takes. Thanks, man. We'll 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 we'll, we'll definitely have you back. B Dirk, what's up, man? I'm saving. You. I'm saving. I'm saving the hottest for last. So I B want, Dirk, go ahead and plug something, man. I want to. Uh, Thank you for A, having me on, and B, uh, for the comments uh, behind the section that you guys can't see for not for just ignoring Mod's comments over here. Tune in to the Know It All podcast coming on here in the next, like, 15 minutes because somebody's going to be upset, and it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. Hey, Mod, Ma, mm-hmm. what's coming? I didn't see any comments from Mod. Yeah, is that the Know It Alls? Where? Yeah. I don't see him. I'm looking. Yeah, he blew it up. He oh, blew it oh, up, oh, he blew it oh, up. yeah. He started. He started going in. He said uh, uh, McCaffrey and Zeke are the same boat. He was. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever boat that is, they don't have an engine on it. They're just out there paddling with one with one oar. Big, big, big G. Go ahead and plug some man. What you got going on? Man, I appreciate for the opportunity to come on the, uh, the Behind the Steel Curtain show, man. We run the North. It was a great opportunity, man. Um, I just have you guys check us out on the Know It All's podcast. Uh, we go hard in the paint over there, man. So if you guys get an opportunity for anybody to watch the BTCS, please come check us out. But we thank you for the opportunity and the platform to uh, to, to talk a little sports with the, about the AFC North. Well, yeah, man, and, and me. I just want to thank thank each and every each of you guys in the live chat, each and every one of you. We appreciate all your comments and stuff like that. Let me hear one more from my. What's he talking about? Oh, he talking about mm. talking about the Steelers. Talking about Steelers. Yeah, who cares what he said? I tell you what, it, like I said when we started the show, the AFC North is a dog fight. It doesn't look like it's going to get any better over the next I don't know five plus years. Right, I agree. Sure. But yeah, so I just want to thank all the live chat and, and, and you guys, each of you guys for joining me today, man. And, and anytime you guys want to come back and just chop it up, I'm more than happy to have you on here, man. So, you know, check out the rest of the BTSC uh, family of podcasts, you know, all the shows that come on Monday through Friday. There's at least one show every day, most days, multiple shows. The, the audio only podcast, we got, like I said, you got Jeff Hartman's uh, Ride or Die crew. I listen to that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Check it out. And everything else that the BTSC has to offer, man. The website, a lot of good articles. A lot of good Steeler content for you Steeler fans out there. So, you know, until next week, here we go, Steelers. Peace.